Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. It's Room 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. And uh, we learn a lot of things on the internet. Uh, a lot of waffle, a lot of BS out there. But um, a, a lot of things you can you can teach yourself via, uh, definitely via YouTube anyway. I don't know, Saoirse, have you ever like taught yourself or learned anything uh, via the internet? I tried to learn sign language. That's one thing oh, I nice. did try and learn. And then I also tried to learn to crochet. But see, I'm left-handed and that was really, really hard to try and do that while just looking at a screen but I think for the most part I would be better in person with someone do you know that kind of way uh, yeah I'm sure it does have a little bit of a problems but listen you're crocheting you're too young for crocheting you know the, the crocheting gene only kicks in when you're 60 I think so it's probably one of the difficulties <laughs> probably, <laughs> difficulties yeah. uh, for that no but, but this is uh, I think a really interesting a really unique sign of the times because a family over in the United States decided to homeschool their children from a very very young age via nothing more than YouTube and Netflix and again I'm not saying you need to be worried if you're a teacher but I mean there's literally everything on the internet joining us now to talk about why they did that and how it's been working out the last while all the way from the United States Taylor Catchin how are you thanks for popping on I'm good how are you good good really good so what we wanted to know I suppose was you uh, I suppose tell us from the beginning why and when did you uh, and your family decide to move to a online YouTube education model as opposed to school well I, I always knew I wanted to homeschool ever since I was little. Just from, I was always so fascinated with learning and different places. And I always just wished I could be right there, you know, see the statue and read the book, you know, the actual book. And so I'm like, I always want to, I want to do that with my kids. And we sent our oldest son to preschool um, just to get some basics. He was pretty smart and knew a lot. But, you know, we wanted to send him just for, just to see how it went. And in that time, we were looking a lot into the education systems around us and looking at the schools that were available and you know I just I remember being in school and just not learning learning enough of the things that I thought were important of history and I felt like it was a lot of test-based learning and I just I didn't like that I didn't want him in that I, I wanted to stick with what I wanted to do when I was younger so we let him finish out his preschool year and we went ahead we pulled him out for preschool and then after his preschool year and we started homeschooling and I started you know looking into different curriculums I found 
unspooling, which was letting the child really guide your learning experiences and, and not only teaching them, but learning from them. You know, they can teach you. I learned so much. I mean, even with them, I learned all the time. And I have looked at, I believe it is Finland, maybe. I can't remember exactly. Mm. But they do the same thing. They let kids pretty much play outside and kind of guide their own learning for the majority of their learning. And their success rates are just amazing. And I love that. I love the organic, just, you know, learning every day instead of structured sitting down. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to learn. Now, if my parents let me guide the way and guide my education, (laughs) I would have been watching back-to-back episodes of South Park, The Simpsons. But you have incorporated Netflix into your teaching, have you? Yes, I have. So there's um, a ton of documentaries on Netflix. I've looked on, honestly, I've just Googled, you know, good learning shows for kids in, you know, this age range or good documentaries, you know, stuff like that. And or if he comes up with something, you know, let's say one day we're in the car and he's like, Mom, how many how many teeth do sharks have? And I'm like, you know what? That's a great question. Let's learn about sharks today. So, you know, we'll go home and we'll find a documentary on sharks and, you know, I'll write down some questions. You know, how many how many teeth do they have? Where do they live? Do they swim in packs? Do they are they loners? You know, come up with these questions that maybe I don't even know myself or even sometimes I do know, but I want him to, to watch and find out. And um, yeah. he's a very hands-on, you know, so I, I feel like this gets his attention in the way, in all kids pretty much, you know, it gets their attention in a way that they like, but also you're taking in so much information. What does a, a typical, for want of a better word, school day look like for your kids? Like, how old are they? Um, so my oldest is eight and a half, um, and then I have a four-year-old, a two-year-old, and a one-year-old. And the eight and a half-year-old is the main one. Uh, the four-year-old is starting to get into some uh, school stuff, you know. And, and, you know, it's a misconception that we only use online because, you know, I do um, I do print out or find ways to get some type of structure, um, you know, like math, and we do science experiments, and we have a language arts reading program that I pick and choose from there, or pick my own reading materials and base my, my curriculum the same off of what I've seen them use. A typical day for us, though, really is, you know, we get up and we have breakfast, uh, maybe we'll have some outside time, and we kind of just go from there. Sometimes they'll do YouTube, sometimes they'll do Netflix. I try to definitely get one book in that they have to read right now, he's reading They Had a Dream, which is a collection of stories on Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr., and Frederick Douglass. You know, it's pretty much just everything else is led by them. What they want to learn that day, what they're... And some days we don't do school. Some days it's just a day, and we just play outside and they'll help me cook. And that's their math. We're learning measurements. We're learning fractions. You know, sometimes, you know, it's just strictly they just have questions and we just find out what the answers are. You know, it's really just varies, especially with having so many, I think, and, and this works best for us as well because there's four of them. So, and only, you know, really one, but two of them are learning. I mean, you know, like school wise, just for how many kids we have and how hectic our day gets. You know what I mean? Like, it all just varies, but they love it. And they, oh, my son is so smart. He has conversations with adults all the time, and they're like, oh my goodness, you know, this is crazy. And I'm like, I know, he's a little walk in book here. Like, <laughs> it's insane. Do you ever wonder, though, that maybe they might be missing out on certain milestones? 
homes or that they might not be at the same level as other kids that might be doing no. intense maths? Or not at all. I, uh, I get this question all the time. If I was to send them to school, it would strictly be for the socialization. And we can get that anywhere. And so, you know, we spend a lot of our days, but currently we've had this coronavirus going on. So we've been stuck in the house for, you know, about a month or two now. But prior to this, uh, we were out all the time. We go to the Contemporary Art Center. We go to museums. We go to the zoo. We go, you know, a ton of places. And they are always, I mean, they make friends so easy. They're so open and so flowy. And, you know, I mean, we go a ton of places. And then also, I am in the midst of getting him in what is called a co-op, which is other homeschooling families in our area who get together, you know, once or twice a week. The different moms have different things that they do. So, you know, one mom may speak Spanish. And so one day they'll have a Spanish class all together with the other 15 or 20 students. And then maybe on Thursday, there's a mom who does sign language. And so, you know, we'll do that with them. And then maybe on, you know, next Monday, it's my turn and I'm going to, I'm really good at math. So I'll sit down and do a math lesson. You know, we, they have an engineering class. They have, I mean, just so many different things. And that's a, for a four hour time period. So for that four hours, he is with submerged in kids his age and with them learning, playing all together. And then the parents are around, but not, you know, hovering over them. So they still get that time where it's like, you know, you're not quite being looked over by your mom and dad, but you still have adult supervision, but you're also with your friends and and you guys can be kids together and kind of push the boundaries and see, you know, how things work and, you know, whatever like that. So I'm really not worried at all about about socialization or or anything like that. Because that was going to be, I suppose, my one question to you. And I'm I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you and uh, part of me is insanely jealous of your son because I'm like, damn it, he got the best (laughs) mother in the world. I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm annoyed he didn't experience the misery of school and being, you know, doing things that you didn't necessarily want to do. But um, what are the typical objections that you get from people who who aren't homeschooling and would kind of maybe look at it and kind of go, nah, you're you're doing it wrong? Yeah, so typically, you know, it's the the socialization. You know, how do they make friends? How do they have friends? Mm. What do you guys do? You know, I think that's pretty much the biggest one. Nobody has really um, come at me as far as, like, you're not teaching them the proper things because, like I said, he's he's unbelievably smart. I mean, he really, he blows my mind away sometimes. And uh, so, I mean, they can clearly see just from having a conversation that he's not lacking in education. But yeah, I think the main objection is, you know, what about his friends? What is he going to do social? Is he going to be weird? Is he going to, you know, this, this, or that? And and just every time, it it makes me laugh because it's like, you just have no idea. You know, you're opposing to something and you haven't even taken the time to listen to how we do things. It's not a typical, when you think of homeschool, they're sitting down at home and they're just working at a book and just by themselves, isolated and, and not doing anything and not going anywhere. And it is the complete opposite for us. And do you have any limits as to what you teach them? Like, say, if they turned around and said they wanted to learn about, I don't know, the birds and the bees, are you going to sit down and, and talk about that and educate them of on course. that? Or, oh, yeah. So it doesn't matter what uh, age We even have conversations about it now. Anything, and, and that's another reason that I want to do homeschool is, you know, I want to be able to, to teach my kids and have it in a way that I think is appropriate. You know, so obviously, whatever we talk about will be age appropriate, you know, no matter what it is, you know, uh, 
I'll try to give some type of explanation and then, you know, I'll tell him something you don't understand until you're a little older or, you know, we'll go into detail a little more, you know, maybe next year or something like that. But I definitely, if he has any questions, I always want to be an open resource for him. And, and I think that builds trust. And yeah. I think that takes away from, you know, wanting to, to learn about things or do things secretly. You know, I want him to know I'm his ally. I'm his friend. I'm, I'm always on his side. I'm on all their sides. You know, I want them, I, I want them to not have any questions. I grew up having a lot of questions and feeling like, oh, I can't ask that because I know it. I know it's, you know, maybe not bad, but I know I'm not supposed to know or, yeah, you know, whatever. Do, and I, whatever, I don't yeah. want that. But what's your plan then for him when he's like high school age, I suppose? Is the plan to send him to high school or to, through his teenage years to keep them homeschooled? I think we'll address that more once that time comes, only because, you know, I don't know where we're going to be. I, I plan to, I love to, I really want to travel with them. My full plan is to world school. I want to take them different places and teach them and, and let them live in different countries and experience different cultures and people firsthand. And I think that by the time that he's in high school, if, you know, my plan goes the way that I'm hoping it'll go, we won't really be stationary. So it really wouldn't be a choice for him to do that. Unless, um, you know, and Taylor, we were, sorry for cutting you off, but are, are you open to adopting a, like a 33-year-old older son that could do this with you? <laughs> Um, well, I'm 26, so I'm not sure how that would go. <laughs> that might be a slightly awkward scenario there, right? Listen, we can work around it. Bit. I'm sure we'll find it. There's a documentary somewhere we can watch on how that would work. My God, like, I, I think, I, like, I'm listening to it, and as soon as we heard the story, my first reaction to this was straight away was, nah, this cannot work, because I suppose we're so ingrained that you have to sit in a classroom and be brought through, you know, subjects and course curriculum to learn the essential skills, and oh, it's just, I can see the benefits that could come from from that but I, you seem to be pretty much on top of it because I imagine not every I imagine <laughs> not every parent would be able to do that because your work situation might be different from someone who's maybe working in office 9 to 5 who maybe couldn't do Oh yeah it. for sure and I'm blessed for that you know my husband is an electrician and he is able he works you know all the time and so that's been able to give us the opportunity to live the way we do and, and to be able to school the way we do and, and to have you know the life that we have so I'm, I'm so thankful for that because I wouldn't be able to do any of this if I had a two and three jobs before when my son was really, really young. And I mean, there was just no way that I would have been able to do anything, even with just one job, you know. So definitely my situation, it, it aids a lot of what we're able to do. And it's definitely not easy because a lot of parents obviously have to do that at the moment while their kids are stuck indoors and they're stuck indoors as well. But obviously they're following a school curriculum, which I think a lot of parents struggle with. So to be able to teach your kids something that they're interested in and that they know more knowledge about as well is probably lovely. Yeah, it is. It's great. And like my mom, she uh, she homeschooled. Her daughter, she started homeschooling her uh, in high school because she was getting bullied. She does a curriculum based, you know, uh, what we have here is K-12, um, which is mm. a public school. And um, I mean, she goes through it, man. She's like, I don't know what Common Core is. This math is crazy. How do I teach her this? Like, I don't understand myself. This doesn't even make sense. She gets so frustrated. And then they both end up frustrated and they end up putting it away and coming back later and still being frustrated and I'm so thankful that I don't go through that because I do I get frustrated you know I have, we have our time reading for us oh my goodness that was just bonkers absolutely insane I, I am dreading teaching my other children <laughs> how to read that was probably the worst part so far I'm not 
even going to lie to you. Once we got past that and once he, he got it down and, you know, now he's reading adult chapter books, you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad we made it through that. That was probably the most difficult time, though. So much less frustration and confusion and, you know, just he pays attention and, and I have his, I see that a lot, too, with parents who are homeschooling right now. Is I, I can't get them to focus. I can't get them to sit down. They want to fight. Yeah. They want to do this. And it's like, if they were learning things they wanted, if they were doing things kind of what they wanted, but also, and that's why I explain to my son sometimes, too, because he gets frustrated. He gets upset when he has to do work because he's, he likes to learn through his hands. He likes to play, you know, and mm. I, I tell him, you know, sometimes we have to do things we don't want to do so that way we can do things we can do, but we can have fun along the way because learning is so bad. And these are things that you're going to take with you your whole life, you know? You're, you're really flipping. I know our Irish Catholic schools over here really ingrained the misery. It was like you had to go home from miserable school and you got miserable homework and you had to do all these things and just suffer, suffer for the rest of your life. I mean, he's going to be the most <laughs> well put together child in the world. Like He's not going to have any of that teenage angst from high school. That's what I'd be worried about. He's like, he's not, not going to become an emo when he's 16 and start listening to, uh, who do you listen to? Like Green Day or maybe uh, Marilyn Manson? Metallica. You know? Metallica. He's not going to have right. that anger in him because you'll be sitting on a beach somewhere in Italy going, let's learn about the Italians right. eating pizza. <laughs> we'll be like, my God, God damn it. But um, for, for people who, who, I'm not sure what the legality is over here with regards to uh, homeschooling. You know, I, I know there's people who do it, but I'm, I'm not sure you know, if you have to be a qualified teacher or get some sort of qualification off it. But for someone maybe dabbling in the idea of maybe this could be something we could do, what would be like the one piece of advice you'd give them? So like here it goes state by state with regulations. So, you know, I would really just look into what your regulations are, what you have to, like every year we do have to submit an end of the year review, which is where right. our paperwork does come in, where I can say, you know, he sits with an evaluator and they talk to him and they listen and, you know, kind of evaluate him on that. So we do have some guidelines that we have to follow and I, I yeah. make sure that we stick within our means to, you know, to get that covered. So um, I would just say to look into what your your guidelines are, look into what your, your rules, if you want to go like that, are. And then, um, you know, just kind of keep that in mind and work around that. Do whatever you can do to, you know, get that baseline down. And then, you know, just kind of let the kid lead, man. You know, they're, they're so much smarter than you think. They know. They have so many great questions. And uh, you can just learn so much from them. So just have an open mind and be prepared to, to not know everything. And that's okay. Just because you're a teacher doesn't mean, you know, that you have to know everything. And you have to have everything planned out. And you have to have a syllabus and, a, and this and that. It, it, it doesn't have to be like that. You can, you know, have room to make it work for you and, and do what you'd like to do as well. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant advice. And I think everyone's a little bit jealous that they didn't have uh, <laughs> someone like you going through school and growing up. But listen, uh, Taylor Catherine, thanks a million for giving up your time this evening. Very best of luck. If you do wind up in a few years' time, you know, high schooling all over the globe, please stay in touch and give us a shout and let us know how you're getting on. But thank you so much for popping on F104. No problem. Thank you so much for having me. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.